Welcome to the Learn Stage Lighting Podcast. This is the show where newcomers and professionals alike come to learn more about stage lighting. And now your host, David Henry. Hi, friend, and welcome back to the show. It's David. Good to talk to you today. Today I've got a topic, something I've been just kind of in the weeds of doing a lot lately, which is comparing lights, okay? And I want to say, how do you compare two lights, or really, how do you narrow down uh, among a plethora, a sea of choices, how do you narrow down the right lights for you? Today we're going to talk about that, we're going to talk about what you should do, what you shouldn't do, and uh, the most common uh, mistake that I definitely see people make when they're choosing lights to buy them. Now today's episode is brought to you by Learn Stage Lighting Gear. Uh, looking for a personalized quote on the best gear out there, that's right, we've got multiple brands, multiple manufacturers, we can get uh, pretty much all the stuff now, and uh, we can help you get a personalized quote to uh, get you the right lights and get you it um, and get it to you. So uh, let us know if we can help you at learnstagelighting.com slash gear. And uh, we do also generally bundle in a Learn Stage Lighting Lab subscription as well with it. So that's just like a little bonus there. Um, but uh, all of it, you know, personalized uh, to your needs. And one of the things we do a lot in Learn Stage Lighting gear, which uh, right now is mostly me, but I've got plans for it to grow, is we compare lights for people, right? Because ultimately, say you're looking at buying a PAR. Okay, let's just start out with an LED PAR. It's one of the more simple lights we see in stage lighting, right? Uh, you know, there's, if you look at the, the basic specs, you know, you've got, okay, you've got LEDs, you've got maybe just red, green, and blue, maybe you've got red, green, blue, white, maybe you've got red, green, blue, amber, maybe you have like 10 colors, right? Um, so, you know, you got that, you've got wattage, uh, you know, typically on a spec sheet, you've got size and weight, uh, you've got build quality. And those are, are really the things that you see on the spec sheet, you know, or on the, the product page in that first paragraph description that every manufacturer out there puts out. Some of these are helpful. Some of these are misleading, <laughs> right? Um, and so let, let's talk through it. So say, for example, just the other day, I was looking for a customer in Lloyd Stage Lighting Gear. I was looking at some different PARs, okay? They were wanting to buy the Chauvet. It was the uh, Q, the 12 Hex, I think, or the 12 Tri. Slim PAR, uh, 12 Hex, or Tri. I forget which one they were looking at. And those ones were out of stock, um, which if... You haven't been living under a rock. Um, 2021 has just, you know, and I, and I say that facetiously um, because I realized that not everyone's paying attention to the industry trends like I am. And that's like why I'm here, right? Why you're listening to me. Um, and so when I talk to manufacturers, okay, 2021 has been a nutso year, right? Just like the auto industry and others have seen uh, serious issues, the lighting industry has seen serious issues in two ways. The first being the microchip shortage. Uh, some of these microchips that are built into our lights have literally, you know, they used to be like a, uh, a couple cents, and now they're like a dollar or two. And you say, well, that's not much. But then, you know, you got 10 of those in a light, and all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's actually a s significant uh, amount of money in difference. Okay, so the microchip shortage um, made it not only that some of these chips got more expensive, but some of the brands that I talked to 
have entire products that they've just had to discontinue and say, we can't make this anymore because the chips just aren't available. Like literally you can't get them. That's the shortage part, right? There's some microchips that you, they literally can't get for some lights or, or DMX boxes or what have you. Okay. And so, and so the microchip shortage is one cause of um, why we have really low stock in lighting right now and why prices have risen. And then the other one here in 2021 is that um, the other reason why is shipping. So shipping has gone nuts. Um, you know, if you watch the news or you, you Google it, you can hear that um, there's a worldwide shipping crisis. There are not enough containers or container chi- ships for the amount of demand, which has gone through the roof since uh, places started opening up earlier this year around the world. And it doesn't seem like it's going to get better anytime soon. And so therefore, um, you know, folks are telling me and I'm reading online that containers, uh, getting a container from China to the U.S. is, you know, anywhere from four to six times or more than what it was just like a year ago. Right. And so, you know, a good yearly inflation would be, I don't know, a couple percent or something. Um, and this is clearly a lot more than that. And so between those two things, a lot of these brands are out of a lot of their lights. Like when I go and I'm, I'm talking to my reps um, and I'm asking, um, and that's just my contact with the company as a dealer, I'm, I'm talking to them and I'm saying, okay, you tell me about this light, tell me about this light, you know, and they'll look and they'll say, okay, well, we're expecting stock this day or we have, you know, a certain amount of back orders and then um, we've got back orders through a shipment that is supposed to arrive in October, November. December, right? And I'm recording this in late August. So, so this is nuts. You know, I literally, in fact, I ordered um, for our labs members and gear customers um, and, and labs members uh, just hit me up if, if you want to request any of these. Uh, I ordered some Sharpies with, with the Learn Stage Lighting uh, logo on it. And I wanted to get black Sharpies because they're kind of the most useful, right? And when I went to order them, the company that I was ordering them through, they said, yeah, you know, if you want black, um, we're, we're guessing we can make them after December 31st, but we're not really sure. Um, and so I went with blue, um, which was in stock. But, you know, that's just those are just some examples as to what's going on. So so nevertheless, the this customer, um, I said, you know, these particular Chauvet units, they're not in stock. Um, and so here's what we can do. Here's let's figure out what we can get that is in stock that is also comparable. Right. So we looked at some different options. We looked at some options from ADJ. We looked at some options from Gamma and also from Eliminator, who is an ADJ uh, brand. It's a cheaper fixture that ADJ makes. Okay. I've reviewed some of them. You can see on my YouTube, like I did the LP Par Hex, uh, which is not a bad light for what it is. Like it's, you know, the case and the yoke and the, the overall feels really cheap. The dimming's not perfect, but. If it's something you need to flash around for a band or a DJ set, it's uh, pretty darn inexpensive. So how do you compare two lights? Well, um, there's a couple things you've got to look at. The first thing I look at, if I'm just looking at spec sheet level, right, which a lot of times, you know, we are. Like, I like to get my hands on as many lights as I can from as many manufacturers, you know, see how they dim, see how the colors look. Uh, But things like that are a little bit more difficult to get a hold of. Sure, if it's a significant purchase, we can arrange demos, but if you're buying a few pars, that usually doesn't make sense, right? So now we're, we're left with spec sheet stuff. So we can compare the price, 
Of course. That's pretty cut and dry. We can compare brightness, okay? How do lighting companies specify brightness on a spec sheet? Well, this is another tough one. So brightness on a spec sheet, when it comes to LED PARs, really any light, is typically, for most of the brands, they're going to give you, at the very least, they're going to tell you at two meters how bright that is, okay? At the very least, they'll give you that number. Sometimes it's like two and five meters. Uh, Most of the good brands are going to tell you every meter how bright it is, okay? So they're going to say, okay, the angle of this light, I'm just assuming a fixed angle par here, though some have zoom, obviously, but, but at this angle of the light, this is how bright it is at two meters, okay? That measurement is a couple things. One, it's expressed in lux or foot candles. So you can go compare it with another light in lux and foot candles. You can uh, do the math on or use an online calculator to convert them. They're the same type of measurement, like feet and inches, okay, or feet and meters, actually. Well, feet and inches, that works too. Now, feet and meters is a better <laughs> better analogy. Um, so you've got the brightness, okay? But even that's not totally cut and dry. Because say I've got a light that has a 25-degree beam angle, and I've got another light that has a 15-degree beam angle. Well, if I look at the lux at 2 meters, yeah, you know, that 15-degree beam light is more of its overall light output is in the center, okay? So it's going to appear brighter on paper, but of course it doesn't cover, it does look that bright, but it doesn't cover as much area in the air or against a wall or however you're using it as a wider light. You know, and maybe either would work for you. Maybe one would be a better choice for you or the other angle, right? And so when you look at those two numbers, you go, okay, 15 degrees versus 25 degrees. Well, you know, if I about double the number of the 15 degree light lux-wise, I should see the same. You know, that's what the 25 should be to appear about the same brightness. And that's both true and not. So what we get into there, excuse me, I'm getting excited, I'm moving my hands and smacking my keyboard, um, but what we get into there then is that um, is that when we measure a light, we measure beam angle and we measure field angle. A lot, of, Some manufacturers and some products are going to have both, some are going to have neither, well, no, they usually have at least a beam angle. And the beam angle is, oh my goodness, this is escaping me right now is a center of light. I believe it's half the light. Oh my goodness. I have to look it up on my own website. But hey, you know, that's why we got Google, right? Uh, Yeah, 50%. So beam angle is 50% of the light. And field angle is 90% of the light. Okay? So it's that circle that within that, that percentage of light, either 50% for the beam angle or 90% for the field is contained. Okay? Now, if you've got two lights... One's a 15-degree beam angle, one's a 25-degree angle. Or maybe, actually, for the sake of example, you've got two lights, they're both 15-degree beam angles. One looks twice as bright on paper than the other. It has twice the amount of lux or foot candles on the sheet. Okay? Is it truly brighter? Maybe. Okay? So, if we look at these, you know, they both have a 15-degree beam angle, and they're, you know, one is... 800 lux at a certain distance and the other is 400 lux okay is the 400 lux one half as bright 
Not necessarily. Okay. You always got to look at, and this is something you can see from product videos, is, okay, how even is the beam? Like, some lights, especially like old ellipsoidals or just cheaper lights, they'll have a really bright hot spot in the center, and then the light will kind of fade out really wide and, and, and go, go super wide on the edge. That's going to effectively give the light a much wider field angle. It's going to be a less defined beam in the air, uh, especially if you're using haze. And overall, it's just not going to look as nice, okay? It looks like a light with a really big, bright hotspot, right? And then, and then it kind of peters out. Whereas a light, typically, with a lot of PARs, you'll get like a 15-degree beam angle and then like a 22 or 25-degree field angle, something like that, okay? Um, if you have like a house light, you know, it's going to typically be a complete double. So it's a 15-degree house light. It's definitely going to be a 30-degree field angle to blend well together. But for something like a PAR, you generally want those numbers to be a little bit closer, okay? So beam angle, field angle. Yes, those, you can take the beam angle of two lights and compare the lux level, use that to compare a brightness at a certain distance. You can do that. Is it the whole truth and nothing but the truth? No, it's not, but it's a helpful indicator. It's significantly more helpful to tell you how bright the light is um, than just looking at the wattage. Okay, throw that number out the window. Here's why. Okay, with any source of light, when it comes to wattage, even an incandescent light bulb, you can have two lights of the same wattage, but with vastly different efficiencies. Okay, now with most incandescent light bulbs, and when we had uh, light bulbs with filaments in them, you know, if they were the same type of lamp, like both PAR lamps or both an ellipsoidal, like an HPL or, or that tungsten halogen lamp, um, if they were the same chemistry of lamp, between the two, they, yeah, could generally be about the same brightness. With LEDs, we throw all that out the window, okay? Because efficiency or the number of lumens per watt in LEDs really, really, really is vastly different, okay? Now, lumens, let's talk about those for a hot second. Lumens is something you might be familiar with. Projectors, video projectors, um, generally are measured in lumens, and lumens tells you how much light comes out of the light total, okay? Oh, that's interesting. In total, how much light comes out. So regardless of the, the angle, though as angles change, optics are more or less efficient, so lumens will change if a light zooms. Um, but regardless of zoom, this tells you, okay, how much light is actually coming out of this thing? With stage lights, we don't often see lumen measurements on spec sheets at the lower end of the market. Like, at the higher end of the market, yeah, you'll see lights talk about lumens more often, and the reason why this is is just that it's more difficult to measure lumens than it is foot candles. Like, I can go and get a fairly accurate foot candle measurement for a light at full white. I just turn it on, I've got meters, and, and they're not that expensive, and I can get a measure of foot candles or lux at a certain point if I measure carefully. I typically, when I check lights to manufacture specs, they're, you know, very close, okay? Lumens are a whole nother ballgame. So, where is it going with lumens? So, lumens per watt is generally how they express the efficiency of LEDs. And depending on the type of LED, the brand, and the quality, 
um, you're going to see different brightness levels. You just are. Okay. Um, different efficiencies. And so the point to take home there is, um, and, and, and also you can get some really ugly LEDs that are super efficient, right? They're super bright per watt, but they're ugly. Okay. And in the stage lighting world, we don't want that either. Right. So, uh, you know, it's just, don't compare wattage with LEDs is the point there. <laughs> just, just don't do it. Um, because while it can give you a general idea, maybe of how bright the lights are compared to each other, um, you really want to look at real photometrics to, to figure that out. Okay. So if you're comparing two lights, okay. You say, okay, got it. You know, what are the things that people do that, uh, really drive me crazy when they, when they, and, and a really mistake when, when they compare lights? Well, if you're going to buy some lights, okay. And you call up your dealer person that may be an online retailer, that may be your local person. You may be emailing people, um, and you say, "I'm interested in this light um, versus that light." You know, which one should I go with? So maybe you write into the person. You say, "Okay, I've got the Chauvet Slimpar T12. I've got the ADJ uh, Mod STQ, and I've also got the Mega Par Profile Plus. I think, and I've got the Gamma Starburst Par." Okay. Three lights, three manufacturers, you talk to dealers, and which one are they going to tell you is best? Which one? Wait for it. Wait for it. The one they sell. Okay, so a lot of dealers, not all, but many dealers, even these online retailers, um, they either have like a favorite brand that they really side with, or they only have one brand that they carry. And whether or not the the light is the right choice for them, um, they're going to tell you to go with the light that they sell or the light that they're most familiar with, okay? And this is one of those things just with Learn Stage Lighting gear, guys, learnstagelighting.com slash gear, I am 100% against. Like, if I start looking at options for you and I say, you know, this light's comparable and that light is comparable... And there's a light on there that maybe I get as a wholesaler instead of a direct dealer. And I say, you know what? My profit's less on this. I'm still going to tell you if it's the right light for you, I'm still going to tell you that. And I'm going to take, you know, less of a cut because ultimately I want you to have the right product. And that's more important to me in the long-term relationship there is more important to me than uh, just selling you the light that I can get to. Um, that's often just a excuse from people that don't either want to do the research, don't have time to do the research and learn about all the options, um, or just plain have a preference, you know, maybe their local rep buys them steak. I don't know. And, and that's the company they always side with. Right. So, um, at the end of the day, a lot of these brands have very similar lights that to be honest, may have minute differences that may or may not matter in your world, right? Like sometimes people write in just as a, an example to uh, to the gear email, gear at learnstagelearning.com. Uh, actually, just go to learnstagelearning.com slash gear because there's, there's a form that you fill out that takes down some of your information. And if you're in the U.S., then I'll give you a quote. Um, but I need information like address information um, on you, know where you are to, 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 to determine tax and stuff. Um, but anyways, so people write into gear and sometimes they say, you know, I've really been looking at this light. I think it's great for my stage. And, uh, and then if they're a labs member, they can send me pictures of their stage, et cetera. And 
I look at it and I look at their situation. And I say, you know what? You would probably be fine with this light that's a little bit less expensive. And I'm happy to do that all day long. Because again, I want you to have the right thing um, or I'll tell you, okay, both lights will work. I think this less expensive one could work with you and you might be happy with it. Um, but I'm happy to get you hooked up with either, you know? And that's what we do. So if that resonates you, if you're like, okay, you know, now that I've learned a little bit from this podcast about comparing two lights, and we didn't even talk about feature sets, we're just talking about brightness, price, you know, build quality, making comparisons. If that's something that resonates with you, hop over to Learn Stage Lighting Gear. Where? LearnStageLighting.com slash gear. And we can help you out. We can help you find the right lights and uh, help you get connected with them, give you a personalized quote, and, uh, you know, get, get those lights to you. So if you enjoyed this, head over to LearnStageLighting.com slash gear. That's our sponsor today. Be sure to subscribe and check out our next episode where we're going to be uh, taking another q and I'm really excited for it. So we'll see you guys there. Thanks. Thanks.